0: This is Sergeant Bowman. You know, I've seen mountains before. I've been in mountains plenty. And they're usually pretty quiet. But I didn't know mountains could have a voice. But one day, I heard that voice. And it was a funny day because I was by myself. And so if you're by yourself and you say to someone that you've been hearing voices, voices out there in the forest you know, they're going to think you had some whiskey out there with you and you've been drinking a little bit too heavily trying to, to excuse yourself from where it, wherever it is you happen to be. Get yourself out of the mountains with every swallow that you take. I hadn't been drinking at all on that day. Not at all. And I was just north of Yosemite Valley. And I'll tell you something. A wind come up. And it was unlike any wind I ever heard of. The wind come up, and it kept coming up. And at first I thought it was a little bit of a breeze, and it just died down. And it did. But then it come up a little bit stronger. And then it died down. And then, after a bit of a quiet, it got stronger still. But I noticed that each time, it got stronger and stronger, and then it stopped dying down until pretty soon, pretty soon, there's just this, roaring sound of the wind. It sounded like a train was coming. But there weren't no tracks anywhere nearby, but you could hear off to one side the sound of this train and this high-pitched sound of the wind. And in that sound, in that sound, there was a voice. And I don't know how to describe it, but I wondered if it was the voice of the mountain itself. Because every tree seemed to pick up that voice and make it even stronger, make it more powerful than what it would have been had the tree not been there at all. The mountain itself, the mountains around me, seemed to be crying out. They seemed to be roaring like they were upset about something, like they were angry about something. And I'm trying to figure out what would a mountain be angry about? Does a mountain hold a grudge? Does a mountain experience passion? Could someone insult a mountain? Can someone somehow make a mountain that's so high feel low and low enough that it wants vengeance? All these thoughts were coming through my head as I'm trying to keep the seat of my horse because my horse didn't like that sound. It was a sound it had never heard before. The sound of locomotives moving around it. But there weren't no trains. It was just the wind. That's all. But every tree, every tree was shaking with the sound of that wind, all blowing from one side. And as a result, you know, there were were trees coming down. And these trees were green, and they had roots that were strong, and they were anchored in the ground, anchored in the earth. And that which is anchored in the earth can't easily be pulled down. But I saw three foot diameter trees being pulled down, four foot, being pulled down by that wind that came out of nowhere and seemed to be blowing back to nowhere, but in the opposite direction. I'd never heard anything like it. I'd never seen anything like it. But the worst part was the sound. The worst part was that mountain. The mountains themselves and that roaring sound that they made. Uh, I I don't know if I described it in a way that I was feeling it. But I thought I was going to die. I thought one of those trees was going to hit me. And that would be it. It's like what happened before when I went through that area that had burned. But this was different. That was a little breeze. That was a little bit of wind. And silence except with the ground shaking when a tree come down. This was, it felt like, and it seemed like it was a hurricane around me. And you couldn't even barely hear the trees when they hit the ground, all you heard was the sound of the wind and every other sound was dampened, was muffled. All there was was wind. It was the world itself become air. The world itself become wind. And I don't know where my horse was moving on. I don't know what those hooves were touching, but it wasn't the ground no more. There was only air beneath me. There was only air above me. There was only air on un- Every side, everything around me was just that wind moving, and it was pulling me off my horse, and it was pulling my horse off the ground itself. That's what it felt like at any moment, I expected to see my horse and myself up in the air, blown about by that wind. and then, all of a sudden, it got to the point where I thought, this was it. My time here on this earth is done. And just when I made that thought and had that thought in my head, that was the only thing that I could hold on to at that point were the thoughts in my head. They were the only things deeply rooted enough to not be blown away by all that wind. It was at that point that the wind said, oh, this boy's got enough. This boy had enough. It's time to quiet down. And it did slowly. It began to quiet down, and when it started to quiet down, it got quiet enough that I could hear, clearly, the trees coming down around me. That's when I began to hear them. Then it got quieter still, and there were few moments of thunder as those trees impacted the ground. And then it got quieter still, and pretty soon the wind dropped to a whisper. And then no whisper at all. And I could hear my own thoughts again. I could hear the horse moving beneath me and the sound that it made. And it was looking from side to side. And then it was as quiet as it had been before the wind come up in the first place. So when I got to that post, after that patrol, I didn't know if anyone would believe me who read what I was going to write down. So I just wrote down uh, on patrol, uh, north of... uh, Return Canyon, wherever it was I was, I even forgot where I was. I think, I don't know where I ended up because it was so windy. I just wrote down, breeze picked up, pretty windy. And that was the end of my posting and that ledger on that day where I thought I'd be taken up, taken away. Who knows where I might have ended up? Who knows where you might end up when it's a windy day in Yosemite?